Welcome, and thanks for listening to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include dissecting technical implementation and business transformation with Lender Toolkit CEO Brett Brumley and Mark Workin, CEO of Mortgage One, and the latest narrative surrounding inflation. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms and an excellence in firm culture by Inside Public Accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Poor man wanna be rich, rich man wanna be king, and the king ain't satisfied till he rules everything. I mentioned this not to point out what Bruce was up to when he was 30 years old, but because yesterday in Wichita, my dad passed by the estate of Charles Koch. Like any billionaire, he and his family have their share of friends and foes. As a billionaire, he probably doesn't care much about his individual credit report, though. But we received this note from a brand spanking new loan officer. Quote, Is there a legitimate free site I can recommend to my clients to receive an actual accounting of one's credit report once a year or can open disputes with bureaus? End quote. It's annualcreditreport.com. There's an example of an MLO providing value and guidance to clients. In another example of how value can be added to clients, for today's interview, I wanted to talk about Lender Toolkit. It's offering a digital mortgage transformation solution, including a comprehensive analysis and optimization of Encompass, a package of 40 plugins, and a suite of end-to-end automations. The automation software spans the entire manufacturing process, starting with disclosure automation, AI underwriter, post-close, and investor delivery. It's easy to see why this solution is called a transformation. To talk about it, I wanted to bring on Brett Brumley and Mark Workins. Brett is a technological enthusiast and a proven mortgage leader. With more than 15 years of experience in mortgage banking, project management, and technology, Brett brings his passion for the industry and unique ability to blend mortgages with the right technological solution. As the CEO of Lender Toolkit, he has driven the development of an end-to-end mortgage automation platform that streamlines the mortgage process, making Lender Toolkit one of the most sought-after leaders in digital mortgage. Mark Workins has been the CEO of Mortgage One for more than 25 years. With originations exceeding $2 billion a year, Mark has embraced technology as a means to enable his workforce to focus on building and deepening relationships. Mark is a hands-on leader focused on building a culture of high-tech, high-touch mortgage operations. Brett, can you tell us a little bit about Lender Toolkit? You have a big vision, and I think it's important to understand where the vision comes from. Yeah, absolutely, Rob. Um, you know, we've been in mortgages for a really long time. Sometimes I actually think it's more of a family business. Um, I even remember as a kid playing in the Wells Fargo Operations Center with my mom. Um, she was in the space, a long-term VA underwriter. I think her DE might even have single digits in it. So for me, this has been um, part of my life for a really long time. Lender Toolkit officially, though, has been in the mortgage technology space for seven years. Um, I myself, more than 15 years. You know, Frankly, what makes us really unique is our team. Uh, we have dozens of mortgage technology experts on staff. We work really deep inside the manufacturing uh, machine for small independent lenders to some of the top 10 lenders in the country. 
uh, our mortgage technology uh, technologists and mortgage professionals. Um, you know, we really see and understand mortgage tech manufacturing processes better than most just because of our connection to the technology and the administration of Encompass. Uh, we apply our expertise uh, to create solutions using that technology. And I think that's what makes us special. You know, our focus really has been a couple key areas, um, predominantly disclosures, uh, both the LE and the CD. Compliance, we love compliance. Uh, we've got some great solutions around ACOA um, and Humda. Both can automate a lot of those areas. Um, certainly underwriting, we'll talk about that today, hopefully, and um, our post-closing solution. Even another area we're really passionate about is secondary marketing. There's a lot of things we can do there. Um, really, by reducing the constraints on investor delivery, we can reduce commitment periods, increase basis points, and that directly contributes to profitability. So, you know, it's a really solid ROI for using some of our tools. Um, I think because of these areas, though, our, our customer counts increasing year over year, um, even over last quarter, we're 75% up um, and our loan volume for customers that are impacted by our tools are have increased from 25 billion a month to 69 billion a month through quarter uh, three of 2021. So, you know, really excited to be in the space. So, Brett, now that we understand a little bit more about Lender Toolkit, can you share with us why you think lenders need to transform their mortgage operation? Yeah, absolutely. Well, like I said, it's, it's extremely exciting right now to be in mortgages and mortgage technology in particular. Um, we're really seeing a digital transformation take place in our space, and everybody's seeking that digital mortgage. Um, our tagline is, is really more about the vision of the company. It's digital mortgage delivered. Um, we know we can deliver on that goal. Um, you know, a few years back, I was at uh, ICE Mortgage Technologies uh, Experience. Uh, they were LA May, of course, back then. Um, and they said something that's resonated with me for a long time, and it's on. Um, they want to automate the automatable, uh, but keep the human touch. Uh, we feel like mortgage lenders excel with customer service. They really have that thing that makes them special, um, and they retain the human touch. But our AI tools can provide the automation. You know, One of the challenges I think the mortgage lenders have had is they've spent billions of dollars cumulatively on transforming their origination process, but it's not really driving down the costs. Um, you know, the yearly Stratmore report that you're aware of is uh, still shows an overall average of close to $10,000 per transaction. Um, we feel like that number can come down with the right investments. Um, right now, I think everyone's investing in originations, point of sale systems, uh, CRMs, different automations. Uh, we really want to focus that investment on the origin, uh, the operation side more so. If I can share kind of an experience for LTK, uh, we we really focused on op- expanding our operations this year without focusing on sales. Um, that may be a, a problem, but we still had a really really big year uh, last year and this year, um, even with COVID and everything else. We we throttled our sales on purpose to focus on operational efficiencies. We figured we had to be prepared if we were going to focus on sales for our operations teams to handle. And I think mortgage companies need to do that as well. Uh, you know, honestly, we've really been excited to work with Mark Workins over at Mortgage One uh, to kind of hone the process of automation. I mean, I think he understands that, uh, like we do, that operational efficiency really helps the sales teams as well. Um, they have a better workflow, a better experience. They have a faster time to closing. Um, and for us, whether it's a contracting market like the one we may be entering or, um, you know, during a, a market boom, it's really important for sales and operations to be scalable. One of our key solutions is AI Underwriter, um, and we feel like it actually empowers sales, um, certainly operations, um, but you can receive an immediate decision um, and that can help handle the ebbs and flows of the business by having technology facilitate that process. Once automation is introduced, then other areas are possible too, you know, like our disclosure automation, investor eligibility, post-closing, some of our other what we call power tools um, really are there to help um, lenders scale up. Fantastic. 
Let's bring Mark in here. Mark, as the CEO of a successful mortgage company, do you agree with Brett's assessment? Oh, I, excuse me. Yes, I absolutely agree. Uh, first of all, thanks for inviting me. Uh, this is a topic I actually enjoy speaking about. Yeah, I totally agree. I can tell you what, what it's kind of done here at Mortgage One for us. Uh, we've tried to create kind of a, a Amazon experience, if you will, uh, just to make things easier and smooth, uh, run smoother and eliminate touches and also eliminate minutes, which you know, uh, in our world, when I eliminate a few minutes per loan, I'm very excited uh, just because if you're doing a thousand loans and you eliminate three minutes, that's 3,000 minutes you've eliminated of work. You know, it, it helps us operationally. And then at a branch level, kind of what it does as well, when a branch can see what a decision or what documents they need before they submit to underwriting, that just means you get a cleaner file to underwriting because the branch knows how to prepare for it. Yeah, you know, and I kind of look at the one product, the uh, AI underwriter, it, it's kind of like a giant note, uh, you know, the checklist that we're all used to. W what it does is it starts checking in those boxes in a checklist without a human being and without errors. So that, that's kind of what it does for us. It makes us more consistent and it just makes it a lot more scalable. Um, you know, I can tell you last year we doubled our business with all the craziness going on with COVID. And uh, we did that without any additional staff. And um, I know others out in the field were scrambling to, you know, make things work. So I definitely agree. Mark, are you able to use your operational efficiency to your advantage with retention and recruiting loan officers? I would say yes, for sure. Um, so I, I think the retention part of it, I think just because we run so smoothly and efficiently that, you know, it just keeps pe people happy. So I, I don't think you give them a reason to, you know, to go out and look elsewhere because they're happy. Usually folks make a move when they're not happy. So, you know, we, we try to keep them happy. And, we, and quite frankly, we try to keep everybody focused on what they're good at and not, you know, uh, doing a lot of mundane you know, type stuff. What other benefits have you experienced with the transformation? Uh, well, here, I, I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but the AI underwriter has been an absolute hit. Uh, th there's one other thing I'm going to add, if you don't mind. The other thing it does, underwriters as human beings tend to kind of, you know, different underwriters have different hot buttons. One may be appraisals or, you know, there, there's always something that they're, they have a hot button about. And what, what AI has done for us uh, in the underwriting department is kind of made things a lot more consistent. So you kind of know exactly what to expect when a file goes through because, you know, an underwriter is doing less decision-making on some of the, you know, things that, you know, where they're just checks and boxes kind of thing. So it's kind of helped us out there. <laughs> well, Brett, it sounds like you have a raving fan. Are all your customers like uh, Mark and Mortgage One? In principle, absolutely. Um, there isn't really a mortgage technology on the planet that disagrees with using automation and scalability and, and you know finding these areas of opportunity. Um, I think what really made the um, relationship with Mark and Mortgage One special is he's really unique. Um, I think he shares the vision that we do um, with using technology and embracing it. In practice, though, with other lenders, it does kind of get hard sometimes. Um, you know, we're not only asking for a commitment of time and money to implement our products um, and services, but also a fundamental commitment to change. 
Um, I was listening to a blog uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I heard, I heard a really, really cool quote. It said, change is inevitable. Progress is optional. Um, and I think that really resonates. Um, change is coming in our industry. It's coming faster than anybody can expect and see. Um, but we want to make sure we're progressing as well. And so we're showing lenders they have to think differently about their business, much like uh, Loan Depot said uh, that they're a technology company that happens to do mortgages. Um, you know, we believe in that firmly. Um, invest in your technology and what you're selling can be amazing and you can focus on your kind of core competencies. So, you know, if you embrace that vision, then, um, you know, I think you'll do really well. Uh, if, you, if you guys don't mind, I, there's something I actually think that's important to bring up and just to, might show a little bit how powerful the tool actually is. So, you know, back in the day, we, you know, before AI Underwriter, uh, you know, we had a couple people that did all day. All they did is, is solve the E&O problems, you know, uh, E&O or STIPs. And because of AI, we don't really have a full-time person that does E&Os because what, what's happened is as we look at it, looked at our E&Os, we put rules in place to make sure that those E&Os didn't happen anymore. And literally the gentleman that runs our lock desk does our E&Os, uh, you know, spare time, if you will. So it's, you know, it saved uh, not only manpower, but just uh, it makes everybody's lives easier. You get to deliver loans quicker. As we do that in this world, we get paid more. So it's just uh, very, very efficient. That's a very good anecdote. And I, I, Brett, I very much agree with you when you say change is inevitable. In closing here, what's the message you'd like listeners to take from this interview? Yeah, you know, I think question your existing processes. Right now is a great time um, with the market maybe contracting a little bit. It's a good time to step back and see how you're doing things. Um, that old expression that we use there's checkers, checking the checkers um, is kind of frustrating. You know, we really shouldn't have that exist in our in our space. We should have a higher level of confidence with the technology we're using. And so there's an opportunity to kind of minimize that. Ask what your people are doing and why they're doing it. Are they doing those things because it's always been done that way or is there an opportunity to improve? Um, certainly embrace change, adapt and adopt to that new technology. Um, but one of the most important things I think you can do is really understand what your technology partner's vision is. You have to buy into that just as much as you do their actual technology. What is their why? Why are they building what they're doing? It's the why you're buying, not necessarily the technology. Um, and so invest in that technology partner the way you would any other vendor um, or any other person internally. And more importantly, once you've purchased that, you really need to start selling it internally and never stop selling it. If you don't adopt the technology that you use and don't really bring it into your organization, you're not going to get the most out of it. So continue to plug that technology, use it, find new and interesting ways to um, you know, innovate using that technology. And I think you'll do really well. For us at Lender Toolkit, we're really excited to be part of this change. Um, we feel like we have amazing tools that can help contribute to it um, and really take and scale your business appropriately. So if you want to know more information, we certainly have um, a lot of that on our website. It's just lendertoolkit.com. And you can check out our AI tools, some of our power tools or anything else on there. Um, we'd be glad to help you and uh, you know, really excited about the change. Well said. And thank you both for making the time and coming on to talk to me today. I think this was great for our listeners. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rob, if, if I can just uh, leave my uh, email address, if anybody has any, uh, you know, any of the listeners have questions, feel free to ask me and I'll do the best I can to answer them for them. It's uh, mworkens, W-O-R-K-E-N-S at mortgageonespelledout.com. Perfect. This week doesn't have a lot of market moving data which means the narrative surrounding inflation should dictate rate movement. 
The biggest headline last week reaffirmed what every consumer already knows. Everything continues to get more expensive. The consumer price index increased 6.2% over the last 12 months, which was the highest rate since 1990 and well above the Fed's 2% target. Producer prices were up 8.4% over the last year as well. The many underlying factors, such as material costs, labor shortages, and supply chain disruptions point towards continued upward price pressure through the beginning of next year. High inflation certainly impacts consumer sentiment. In October, 51% of small businesses surveyed said they were planning on raising prices over the next three months. September's quits were a record 4.4 million, or 3.0%, according to the Labor Department. Many job seekers may also be switching professions, which will require additional training and add time until a full labor market recovery is realized. Given this, the latest chatter has the Federal Reserve speeding up its reduction of economy-supporting asset purchases in light of the fastest inflation in 30 years. There is also some talk, given the house price boom, that mortgage-related purchases should stop sooner rather than later. Recall that the Fed only mapped out its tapering for two months. After that is anyone's guess. What does it all mean for mortgage rates? Well, the 10-year Treasury yield rose to its highest level in nearly three weeks yesterday, with mortgage rates following suit, with the spread in yields, as usual, based on prepayment speed and credit risk. Oh, and speaking of the Fed, reports say that President Biden will decide this week whether to renominate Fed Chairman Powell for another term. Although we will get some important housing data later this week with Housing Starts and the NAHB Housing Market Index, the biggest day for non-housing data is today, with the all-important retail sales up 1.7%, excluding auto also up 1.7%, with the control group up 1.6%, and import prices up 1.2%, half due to petroleum up 10.7% for the year. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales, industrial production, and capacity utilization for October, September Business Inventories, and the NAHB Housing Market Index for November. We also have a full slate of Fed speakers, with Atlanta's Bostitch, Richmond's Barkin, Philadelphia's Harker, and San Francisco's Daily. Today's MBS purchase schedule sees the desk targeting up to $5.6 billion of 30-year 2% and 2.5%. Before either operation, the desk will purchase up to $5.3 billion of 4.5 to 7-year treasuries. We begin Tuesday with agency MBS prices worth a few 30 seconds from Monday's close, and the 10-year unchanged at 1.62% after the strong retail sales number. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. What happens to a leaf in autumn? It leaves. Keep that in mind for today's punchline. The four seasons were arguing about which of them was the best. Winter boasts, well, you can build snowmen and the snow is so beautiful. Spring laughs. Well, sure, but come springtime, everything is so fresh and new. All the new flowers, it can't get much better than that. Summer rays. Yes, but I am undoubtedly the best overall season. Girls in bikinis, ice cream, nice weather. You can't top that. Autumn. Leaves. (laughs) I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. For over 30 years, Richie May has been deeply involved in the mortgage industry to bring solutions and innovation through advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more about how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, 
access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.